The following is a Breaks Media podcast. Hey, y'all. Hey, it's Danny. Hey, guys, it's Trell, and this is the, the team. team. And we have um, a local podcast, our Pottern family, and with us. Yes, hey guys, rhythm and bruise podcast. Go around the table, say your name. This is Lucky Lefty. This is Danny, aka DJ DW. I am Prince Latif, and I'm Mr. R&B Smooth. Okay, Mr. Smooth. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the group chat, guys. Got a smooth ass voice. You be getting on with that voice sometimes. Sound like a panty drop. I told you the ladies love it. So, how was you guys' weekend so far? Or week? Or week? Very uneventful. Um, I got a pretty eventful week next week. But what's going on? Going to see my ladies. The ladies? My no. lady. Oh, I thought I'm going to see my lady. He's like, let me clarify that. <laughs> Word. She's definitely going to be listening. <laughs> she out of town? Yeah. Well, she lives out of town. She's in uh, Michigan. Oh, nice. Oh, damn. Yeah. Nice. And we're gonna go up to Chicago and then. Head back down to Michigan. So. All right. Like the weekend or like a yeah, week? Nice little, nice little weekend. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Making it work. Yeah. What about the weekend? Oh, it was a, it was a good busy Saturday. How over there at Bridge, uh, Bridgeport Creates, we over there and we painted that alleyway right over there by the um, arcade mall. So it looks like, like a big hopscotch, colorful yeah, hopscotch cool. over there. That's cool. And while that was going on, it was a good vibes festival. Anybody heard of that? No. No. Uh, it was a good concert. My peoples was over McLeavy there performing. Green. Where is uh, that at? At the McLeavy Green. McLeavy right there, downtown Green. Bridgeport. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Like, yeah. Where the stress factory is, it's literally good great. vibes yeah. only. I think that's what they call it. Yeah, it was it. the good yeah. vibes only festival. Yeah. That's what's up. I ain't hear nothing about that. Me I like the vibes. I know, right? It was, cool. <laughs> it was, cool. It was cool. That was a nice little thing. Little we we stopped by. some vendors out there and whatnot. Okay, yeah. what about y'all? Um, it was uneventful for me. I just moved. Me and my lady just moved, so I've been unpacking. So, um, nice. yeah, that's really all I did. You guys just moved in together for the yeah. first time? Yeah. or oh, keep That's us what's, up. That's what's mm-hmm. up. Keep us posted. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you'll, you'll hear all the drama. On this <laughs> what about you, Mr. Smooth? Um, mine was pretty chill. We went out with some friends last night. Um... Uh, it was one of my friend's birthdays. She turned 23. So we went out, had a few drinks. Then we all kind of came back to my house and just kicked it, played some card games. Turned 23? How old are y'all? Yeah. I heard on the episode, y'all like mid-30s, right? Because no, I'm we're, like... We're all, we're all mixed up. We're, yeah, we're we, mixed we, up. we represent all the decades yet. right oh, here. Okay. All the decades. Are you in your 30s? Nah, nah. I'm 28, uh, 27. Oh, okay. I'll be 28 Because I'm like, wait a minute. They be talking about some uh, older music. I'm like, I know y'all got to be over 30. So you got 23-year-old friends? <laughs> yeah, I got a 23-year-old friend, 23, 22, 25, 27, then 35, 34, my fault. And 32. There we go. Who 35? I'll be 35 in two weeks. Okay. Okay. Happy early birthday. Thank you. What about you, Trevor? What's good with your weekend? I had a really good weekend. Friday, I did nothing. I stayed in the house and binge-watched a little bit of Jane the Virgin. Um, I missed the whole season five because I don't got cable. So I had to wait for it to come to Netflix. <laughs> so that's what I did Friday. Saturday, I went to the city and I went to see my favorite podcast ever, The Friend Zone. They had their um, four-year anniversary live show. Right. Super fun. Um, Jade and XD were there. The Reed was there. 
Mandy from um, Horrible Decisions was there, and Miles Jones was there. It was cool. I had a great time. I really enjoyed it. What about you? All I did was work last week. I didn't do anything Friday. Um, you know, I enjoyed my Fridays in. Same, same. Um, yesterday, I spent time with the bow. Nice. Hey. That was it. What did y'all do? <laughs> <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> Besides that. <laughs> um, he had a football game. And so I, I went and repped, I guess. Almost getting trampled on the sideline. <laughs> it, but he won. That's what's up. So, yeah. Shout out to Bo. Mm-hmm. All right. You got a line for us? Yes. Joe is uh, under the weather a little bit this week. And um, <laughs> I'm filling in for Becca. She's uh, on family vacay. But I do have a drop that line. And I don't know if Trell's going to get it. But I... Why can't we it? just do it and then just see? Okay. All right. I'm not going to keep the positive vibes, right? Thank you. Okay. So, y'all know positive vibe. I got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fellas, do your thing. Let me do my thing. I mean, do your thing. Let me do my thing. Shorty, move that thing. Mommy, move that thing. Shout it. That's Joe that's Budden. Joe Budden. Yeah. All right. Pump it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I had to bring it up because he just came. Well, I don't, he said he didn't make the list. But it was like the top 50 MCs and, yeah. ever. Like, do they still, still say MCs? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 50 top MCs, and he was like number three of all time. And I saw that. <clears throat> quite inaccurate. Yeah. He's been riding this pump it up wave for a long time now. Right. Wow. <laughs> that's yeah. honestly the only song I know. Right. <laughs> Damn. I mean, mainstream wise, yeah, that's yeah, really. Exactly. I don't really. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't he, listen he to He was him, on so. that feature with Marcus Houston. <laughs> right. <laughs> Club it was uh, at you would know that. I'm um, about to say, that, is that like old or no, it was, I was actually like oh four? Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know that oh, either. <laughs> it was a podcast that uh that made that list. I think oh, really? I think it was a bit of a, a clout chasing move. I hate to use probably that because the uh, internet talked about it like right, right. all day and everybody started um, making their own list. <laughs> ironically, it was a podcast called The Brew. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, so they uh they came up with that list. Okay. And then another podcast came up with the Top 50 R&B. Yeah, that and one we was posted a, that. that. was a troll. But yeah, he, he admitted that was a troll. That definitely was a troll. Yeah, because they had to be from New Jersey. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> don't nobody think that. <laughs> I wasn't too mad at Ebro's list, though. It was pretty decent. I didn't even see mm. Ebro's. Okay. He had some key people missing from his list, but we're yeah, definitely. So keeping uh, our summer cocktails going, trail. Oh, yeah. So this week we have our summer cocktail. You know, we're trying to bring like something nice to the table um, every episode for the summer. So um, I like few ingredients especially when I have to make a lot for a lot of people so it is some Moscato which is like a wine staple <laughs> some rum some raspberry lemonade and some lemons some and the guys rum. like it yes so this sound, it sound hella, hella, like a really girly drink good. I might have to steal this <laughs> really, really, recipe really good yes yeah, so nice just some Moscato some rum what else, what else I say? raspberry lemonade mm-hmm. nice and refreshing right you have mm-hmm. a name for it um Moscato lemonade. Right. I used to make Straight it like point. back in the. I used to Not make it back clear. in the day. I don't know if you yeah remember, but I used to make it. But I used to make it with vodka, mm. and I used to put strawberries and rat, um, lemons in it. I don't know if y'all remember. I had it at my little hotel sleepover thing. I don't remember the one where we was giggling and acting. Mm-hmm. Up? I don't remember. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah, I used to make it with vodka, but I don't drink that anymore. So the rum is a nice substitute. Okay, so mm-hmm. I have um, two icebreakers. 
The first one is I seen it online. I think it was Twitter. And they were asking, um, when were you a clown for love? (laughs) (laughs) So we can start with Mr. Smooth. (laughs) (laughs) When were you a clown for love? Oh, man. Clown, wow. Clown for love. 2008 was the year. The year you was a clown the whole year? Yeah, I was a clown for it. Yeah, 2008 was the year I was a clown for love. And what you Details. do. Right. <laughs> Man, just everything that made me, like, yo, everything. <laughs> just, about the whole relationship you was a clown? The whole relationship I was a clown for. Like, from beginning to end, I was a clown for it. Just doing everything, going out my way for everything, clown for love. And yeah, just the outcome of it, outcome of it wasn't even worth it. Yeah, yeah, usually. I was just a clown for that was the year. <laughs> 2008. The whole 2008, year. 2008. That was a wild time. <laughs> it's a wild time. <laughs> How about you? Shit. Um, when was I would I not? have to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, though. <laughs> um, the most vivid memory would have to be about 10 years ago when I was 24. I had just moved down to Atlanta. Um, first girl I started quote unquote dating when I got down there. Long story short, I was catfished. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So we just gonna end that there. Oh, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. But you was no, in Atlanta though. It wasn't no. Atlanta. <laughs> That's what I'm like. But you was in Atlanta though. Nah, nah. It wasn't that. a dude. She was. Uh, she was. <laughs> she was. Um. She was a, a bigger woman, but she was sending me her um Ooh, high her school thinner her her thinner cousin's pictures. Aww. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Sounds like you got clowned for love right there. Listen, that's listen. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you said you were dating, so like you were talking to her for a while? After was, after you realized months. you were no, dating? No, 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 no. After that, after that it was rap. So was it a rap because of the whole catfish situation? Or? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. She yeah. Cause I, cause I caught her is basically what happened. How did it was, you get her? Remember, because this was back in the MySpace days when oh, MySpace damn. was still a thing. So like, <laughs> I had uh, put her email address in the you know search for friends thing, mm-hmm. and her real account popped up. Oh, yeah, sis, right. he was investigating. I, I was. because <laughs> I, I was in my no, I was in my feelings, right? Because I had just turned twenty five and I was having a party, and she ain't come. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, that's so cool stuff. yeah. So I had to put on the investigators hat. after that, or did no, you? No, I literally like yeah, I had a conversation with her, and you know, it was apologies and whatnot. Of course, yeah. Wow, that's dope. Oh my father, <laughs> <laughs> your turn. Right. Your turn. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, I'm married now. Shout out to my wife. You know what I'm saying? Kid that respect out of there. But when it comes to clown, I can say. I was only clowned when you're dealing with your first love. You know, that's when you sacrifice your whole human being, your whole self. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get lost in it. You know? That was a very married answer. Very yeah. married answer. But that was a good one, though. That was a good mm-hmm. answer. <laughs> Just like Latif, when wasn't I a clown? <laughs> uh, one that definitely sticks out to me was I was really trying so hard to impress this girl and everything. And I was trying to take things slow with her. Come to find out she ended up smashing my cousin. Aww. Did she know that y'all were cousins? Yeah. Oh, she didn't care. <laughs> she didn't Ooh. care. Ah, oh, damn. Ruthless. Wow. Um, let's see. When was I a clown for love? Probably in college. I was just 
Doing that's, that's some like, what kind of clown? That's prime clown. I'm trying time. to think. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when was I a clown for love? I don't know. Come on, Trevor. I've don't been be a clown cool for some dick. <laughs> I wasn't in love, but I've never been a clown for no dick. Definitely because I was in love, though. I, I would say, like my early twenties. Definitely my early twenties. Okay. I wasn't. I wasn't doing nothing crazy. I think I just was dealing with a lot of clown shit. Right. Mm. Being very tolerant. Yeah, I was being very tolerant. That's what I was saying. I wasn't the clown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So my second one is, um, you know, thinking about your last year or so, what, what song would be the soundtrack to your life? That's a tough one. Oof. That's, that's yeah, I got one. it. R&B. That's a good one. Go for it. Thinking about everything that's been going on <laughs> in your I'm life. Yeah, that's going to take some thought. Um, I'll away. go first. Uh, I'm going to say, and it's an old song, um, Stephanie Mills. Ooh. Um, I Feel Good All Over. Because oh. my relationship yeah. is okay. new. Okay. Okay, okay. So, that's fitting. So you, a song or a soundtrack? Because that was... Well, a song that yeah, would be yeah, like, right. would describe yeah. your year. I think that's a good one for you. I'm still thinking, so somebody else go. <laughs> You got one? All right. I'll go with, uh, this just, it fits the last couple of weeks. Uh, music Soul Child, Newness. Mm. Yeah. That, newness. That, I don't yeah. think I heard it. It was off the second album, I want to say. Is you know, it's about, you know, being in a new relationship and all this, you know, the stuff you go through when you're like in a new situation. So, yeah, I think that would, uh, that would be the, the best one. For cool. Me. Okay. Cool. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's on me now. It's on you. you. It's on you. <laughs> and within the last year, you said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have to say. It doesn't have to be an old song. Best Man by New Edition, off oh. the One Love album. I think that would have to be the song that best describes my last year of of my life. Yeah, Best Man by New Edition. Okay. Can I keep it 100? I thought you was going to say one of your songs. I thought about it, but okay, just, Best Man. I thought you was just trying to get a drop in there real quick. He's oh. like, I'm not that vain. <laughs> <laughs> we got oh. some show left. We got some show left. <laughs> <laughs> we'll speak too soon. Uh, yeah, I'll probably have to say mine is an old, old school song. Um, I Found Loving by the uh, Fat Cat Band. Is, is it? The Fat Back Band. Fat Back Band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the Fat Back Band. The DJ you know, would just definitely found my love last year in New Orleans. So, Damn, all y'all niggas yeah. in love and shit. I mean, it's a, it's a good feeling, man. You know, <laughs> that's what's up. And not all of us. I'm trying to find that. I ain't in love. Most of y'all. At the, well, at the, since. At the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shut up, daddy. Anyway, hmm. my song probably nobody ever heard before, <laughs> but it's by Anderson Pack, featuring Talib. It's called "The Dreamer." Okay. You know, back okay. then, back about a year ago, that's when I was, you know, finding out a lot of things that I didn't know. About my fam, mm-hmm. about myself. So, putting it all together is where I'm at now this year. That's a good dream. More, more focus. Gotcha. That's cool. I don't have one. <laughs> I can't think of one. No, what is it? Ari um, Linux? Nothing is I'm, speaking I'm, to you. A lot of stuff is like popping in my head, but I can't even write, summarize my last year in one word. So, a song is kind of difficult right now. Come back to me okay. later. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into our hot topics. Right. <clears throat> so first, um, I don't know if you guys seen 
on the news or seen um, on Instagram or something, but uh, Joe Biden, his I think it was his most recent speech. Yeah, yeah. talking like to a the, couple days ago. Yeah, talking speaking to um, Asian and Hispanic voters, mm-hmm. and you know he said that poor kids are just as bright as white kids. So he's yep. been he's been getting a lot of backlash for the just as bright as white kids thing, but apparently. He misspoke and meant to say wealthy kids, which makes sense. I think that's because I listened to it and I listened to not the whole speech, but the rest of the statement. So mm-hmm. it was like he was just just speaking. And you know mm-hmm. how you kind of have to backtrack when you're just speaking off the fly to mm-hmm. the top of your head. And he was like, um, he said white kids, but then he kind of pulled and said wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. So he, he called himself, he realized, he called himself yeah. mid Yeah, he realized. Yeah. But apparently he like does that often. He does. So, like, the Democrats are worried, like, are we going to, like, is that going to be a good sign when we need somebody to get Trump out of the office? Like, you can't make it no kind of mistakes. But <laughs> when you were the VP for eight years, mm-hmm. giving all types of speeches and whatever, you should know better. You should be a little bit uh, better, rehe- uh, well rehearsed than that. Yeah, very yeah. good way to put it. But he was in the background that entire, right? At you know, administration, so. right. I feel like it's a, a honest mistake. Yeah. I feel like it's an honest mistake. <laughs> and it was clickbait. Definitely clickbait. Yeah. Which is good, I guess. Because it wasn't like a <laughs> it wasn't like a, a period after the white kids and mm-hmm. he just went on to talk about anything else. He mm-hmm. was like, oh, yep, wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids, all those kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he realized as he said it, he he messed up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and was like, let me keep going. Right. right, right, right. <laughs> let, me, let me clean this up real quick. Because <laughs> right, right. this could get bad. Right. <laughs> I appreciate him cleaning it up right then and there, though, instead of coming back. I mean, granted, he still came back to clarify again, but at least he cleaned it up right then and there, or tried to, anyway. But I feel like, kind of, like I said, he should know better. But at this point in the game... Yeah, he can't keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look good for you. He hasn't looked good since Obama was out of office, though. You think so? Yeah. I feel like these, um, these candidates are playing into Trump. Like, I feel like you're doing too much Twitter talking mm. and too much taking too much digs at him mm-hmm. and not talking about enough uh, solutions or policies. I feel like that's politics in general, though, which is that's why I hate politics, because it's just so childish and petty and we lose focus of the real reason we're here. Right. We're distracted. So but I um, is it Wayne? Is that the candidate, the Asian candidate? Is that his last name? Wade, Wayne? I don't know. So oh, many of them. Yeah, the dude that's trying to give, like, he's trying to do, like, a month, like, $1,000 a month to people. Yeah, yeah to yeah. working mothers. To working mothers. Mm. Yes. Like I like... Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his first name, but, yeah, he's a young guy because he was on The Breakfast Club. I like, um, I like, he has, like, over 100 policies. I like a lot of his policies. I like a lot of the, um, I don't know too much about him. I still got to do my research, but he seems like an attractive candidate so far. Wang. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Wang. Mm-hmm. Okay. I heard that too. Check him out. Yeah, I'm going to have Check him out because he, he's doing a lot of mama. stuff that I could get with. So, <laughs> and I'm a working mother too. I can use it. <laughs> what can I do with $1,000 a month? A lot. Right. Where are we going next? <laughs> I'm sure y'all seen this also, but um, the motorcycle that misfired in Times Square. Uh, yes. Yeah. And just everybody was panicking. I seen that video. 
I posted that video on our um, IG page. Yep, sorry. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's like, um, it's funny how something like a misfiring of a motorcycle, so something so small can trigger, ain't, y'all been to Times Square, how right. many yeah. people it is mm-hmm. and just right. triggered everybody. Right, yeah. but wow. that's how you, that goes to show that everybody is suffering from PTSD. And right. you, yeah. Yeah, you're always on, especially in New York, I think people are kind of always on yeah. edge. Mm-hmm. But certain things, as soon as I got off the train in Grand Central yesterday, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember the whole motorcycle thing. And I'm like, I ain't got time for nobody to be running and trampling me. <laughs> I mean, usually when you see somebody running, what's the first thing you're going to do? You Run. Of course. Some people probably didn't even hear it. It was a lady in the video. Because I'm not going to ask no questions. If I see everybody running, It's just a natural black reflex. For most people. For most people, anyway. It was a lady in the video that just was kind of like, what's going on? Nah, but that's sad, everybody though. running, I'm out. Y'all yeah. tell me about what y'all thought y'all seen or whatever later. <laughs> wow. For real. For real. Wow. But it happened um, like a few days after the two shootings, two mass shootings we yeah. just had. One right. in um, El-, El Paso, Texas, mm-hmm. and the yep. other in Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, much respect, not respect, much uh, peace and prayers to them. Yes, definitely. Um, As they're recovering from that. But it's just getting crazy out here. Yeah, we're conditioned to like kind of think the worst. Always. I Well, I don't know if it's just my regular When I say we, I mean we as a whole. Because I'm like, anytime I feel like now, especially anytime I go to someplace public, I feel like I got to say a little prayer Mm. before I go in. Even Walmart. I mean, you should. Even the mall. You should before you step out the house anyway. Because as soon as you step out the door, it's like everything's at risk. So. Yeah. That's true. And I ain't been to Walmart in some time. Really? I was actually in Walmart when I read about what happened at Walmart. Hey, that's he was like, let me get the hell out of yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> All right, babe, put it in the car. Let's go. Like, you just never know. You just never know. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it really is. Um, so we're going to cut. No, we're not going to cut the commercial break yet. Do you have a question niggas is asking? Um, I do. So this question comes from Social Complex. Um, they're another podcast based out of Houston, our bros. So they've been asking the question um, from their upcoming episode. Can sex just be about sex with no feelings? I say yes. Uh, I say yes. I agree. It, it definitely can. Absolutely. Do you think women can just do sex without emotion? Because I think yeah. a lot of times guys underestimate us and don't think that we're capable. First of all, y'all are better at it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. exactly. Shout out to you. Y'all You're like smart. <laughs> I like you. I've been a clown for love before. I Word. Y'all are good. I'm glad y'all figured that because there's some guys that don't, that think that women are incapable of just having sex. Shit. All right. Shit. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I think you do kind of have like maybe a moment where it's like, hmm, you think about the possibility, but I don't think it's the sex though. I think it's the other stuff. Yeah, like being it's on the, the phone other and, stuff. and spending time. That's where the feelings come in. Right, because niggas be in whole situationships and it don't just be sex. Right. Honestly, they be trying to act like it, but it don't just be sex. But then right. that's when you're involving yourself in a situation shit. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer just sex. If right. you're there after the act, wow. <laughs> well, how often do you just have somebody in your phone as save this dick or ass <laughs> or whatever? And that's that's and all that's you doing. That's just strictly what it is. And she is okay with it. Like she knows it. First of all, I've been in a relationship for a couple of years, so it's been some time since I've had that. Happen. You're a little rusty. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what that's like anymore. And what um, about you, Mr. Smooth? 
I was actually going to wait for Latif to throw that at me. Because I've never had anybody saved in my phone as that. It's just always been who she who she was, her name. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm so, not a big fan of nicknames yeah. in my phone. I mean, I had nicknames, I but I was always told to respect women. So, like, <laughs> it would be something like maybe, like, Thickums. Nothing like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Something to, like to it that fact. Like, it wouldn't be anything yeah. degrading, and it's yeah, always something word. like we both came like, to an agreement on, that's and cool. she was like, oh, I like that. And I'd be like, all right, that's why I got you. Or some girls have just, like, pretty much given themselves that nickname for me. Like, one girl actually told me, like, I was hurt. Like, I'm she's my favorite Thickums. And I was like, when do we establish that? And I was just kind of like, all right, I'm going to put you in my phone. Is that like, like who told you that? Like, I never did nicknames. I always did uh, ringtones. Like, ringtones. Ring I still got ringtones. Too. I'm about to say, ringtones you still got ringtones? <laughs> well, I mean, no, because my phone's always on silent now. Same, this same, is same. Me too. Yeah. I think everybody's like that these days. Yeah, pretty much. The polyphonics. Oh, my God. Did I have ringtones? Say, what's for? For specific like people? actual songs, I did well. Like my my boyfriend at the time, I did. I think that was I really did. it. Like, like Nokia, I had yeah. my go phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that three G for free. I had, a, <laughs> I had one Tur- game Tur- on it. <laughs> the next snake, snake. <laughs> the next I was gonna call it a Netflix. <laughs> the next <laughs> Yeah. All right, so we're gonna cut the commercial break, and we'll be right back. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, CEO Hayes in the building, host of The Awakened Soul Podcast, a podcast that discusses movies, music, TV, pop culture, politics, and social issues. But more importantly than all that, we discuss how it affects and reflects our society and our culture. So if you're looking for a podcast that's for the culture, better yet, if you're looking for a podcast that's of the culture, check out The Awakened Soul a member of the Breaks Media Podcast Network. Peace. Okay, guys, and we're back with uh, the Rhythm and Brews podcast. So, gentlemen, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yes, yes, Rhythm and Brews. I love that name. (laughs) Very clever. Well, the Rhythm and Brews podcast is definitely just a podcast where, one, we basically talk about music, mostly R&B, because that's really where we usually fall into. Mr. Smooth over here, uh, you want to continue that on? I mean, Latif brought us together and brought the idea to us, and we were like, "Cool." Um, it's you know, because we always just as a as boys just have conversations. Mm-hmm. So it just became like, why don't we actually record these conversations and you know make a make a brand behind it and something that people can tune into biweekly? So we were like, "All right, dope." Because we do this on the regular and we are often drinking. When we, <laughs> right. we have these conversations. So we were like, yo, we should do a podcast. And we were down. And then it just became trying to figure out a name for it mm-hmm. and, and everything like that. And Yeah, it started out as a rhythm and bourbon. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, then that means we're going to be drinking bourbon every All the time. So now, yeah. now we should do rhythm and brews. It just flows. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it, it definitely flows. Brews day. Yeah, brews day. Yeah, yeah, it just flows. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I love a clever uh, name. Yeah. I was going to ask where you guys friends first because I feel like a lot of podcasts aren't friends first. So I think that's a great touch. Yeah. Similar to us. We were friends first and we always... Talk, talk, talk. We could talk all day about a hundred different things. Yeah. So basically the same thing. Let's might as well have a podcast. I think everybody does that these days, though. 
We should we should show the podcast. Yeah, thinking that it's sweet. This shit ain't sweet. There's a lot of words. Matter of fact, a lot of words. One of our guests do that. One of our guests did that. It came on our podcast. We should do a podcast too. I was like, uh huh. Uh huh. Right. We here. Good luck. Gave him a name and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We gonna do it. How long ago was that? Was that like? About a month or two ago. Oh, so they got time to get it together. Yeah. They haven't said anything about it since. It's so funny because um. My coworker, she said, she's like, oh, I love your podcast, blase, blase. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to start one. Okay. She's like, let me pick your brain. Okay. She ain't told decent. Uh, how long? <laughs> no, I'm easy. just waiting for her. I'm just waiting for her to pop up with it. This was, remember we went to, um, well, I was supposed to meet you at mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy Hour. What was it? She stood me Power up. Hour. I didn't see you. I was just late as fuck. Late as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's All cool right. though. So this is, you know, a pop-up. Mm-hmm. So we got some uh topics in the cut. We're gonna pick them out and talk about them as we pick them out. Right. Okay. This is the tr- definition of group the chat. group chat. There you go. <laughs> okay, so the first one is what you sipping on. What you hey. sipping on? Hey. All right, so that's um. <laughs> uh, I guess I came up with that question, so I'll talk yeah. about it. So, what you sip on is kind of like our um our catchphrase. Okay. So um, to further elaborate on the question is um, if there was a drink that described your personality, what would that drink be? What you Hennessy. <laughs> and why? Because it's brown like me. Hey. Hey, hey now. And you know, anything go down with the brown. Hey, I like Jesus. that. <laughs> Um, I'd have to say wine. One, because I love wine. I drink wine all the time. It's smooth. Um, it gives you just a little bit of tingle. <laughs> it gives you just enough tingle. <laughs> and like fine wine that ages with time. I feel like I'm getting finer with time, not just physically, but just overall. Absolutely. So I think that's wine it is. I dig. No Um, I would say uh honey jack whiskey. It's like it's a it's it's smooth and it's it's a laid back drink. Yeah, I hear this voice. <laughs> smooth and laid back. Yeah, it's just smooth and laid back. <laughs> it just goes down well. Perfect radio voice. Right. <laughs> what, what about you? Uh for me, I guess it would be um scotch. Like you said, it's something that gets better with age. Mm-hmm. It's nice and smooth and just Something you could just chill with. Scotch sound like a grown man drink. It do absolutely. It oh, yeah. do like it burns your chest a little bit. A little hair. Not if see if it's aged well enough, it doesn't do any of that. It's just smooth. That's what you come in after a long day of work and pour yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> That's funny. Well, my role model has always been in the brown bottle. So. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be I Hennessy. I upgraded a little bit. Um, I'm more so on the Douce wave. It's a I lot smoother. It. <laughs> you know, a little Remy once in a while. I'll probably do Ducey once Duce I turn 30. Ducey's definitely smoother. Ducey's definitely the one. Any kind of rum, you know what I'm saying? So I guess you want to Ciroc it out? I don't know, but no, that's vodka. My bad. Just rum, because rum goes with everything. I would mm. just mix I can rum. Agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Bro, uh, I can agree. Once I learn that white liquor get me sick, I just... Yeah, it took ground. me a long time to learn that. Like, I used to drink all the time. I used to throw up all the time. You did. It's like, no matter what... <laughs> no matter what I did, like, no matter what I ate, it's like, I used to throw up one time. But I realized maybe it was just the clear because once I started drinking, like, Henny, 
The brown stuff? Right. Don't give you a headache either. I rarely have hangovers. I do get a headache sometimes, but I rarely have a hangover. I can't tell you the last time, like, I've been, like, sick as a dog. I might be a little nauseous sometimes if I don't eat nothing at all. But it's definitely been a lot better to me than vodka ever was. (laughs) Mm, I feel like the only black person that doesn't like Hennessy. Well, I didn't up until, like, 2016. I went to Henny Palooza for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm going here. I don't drink this shit, but I'm going to... Sip it because I just paid my fifty dollars, oh, and it man. was disgusting. But then yeah. I went another time, like maybe two months later, and a friend told me to drink it with Red Bull, and the bartender was making it so good. I've been drinking it ever since. I mixed it with Red Bull. I don't drink it with Red Bull anymore, but that's what kind of made me like it. You ever had and it with apple juice? It. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've had you it. Have it yeah, with one, of my girl, juice, one of my homegirls put me on a Hennessy and apple juice, and I was like, okay, I think I'm a kitty now. But this Hennessy and apple juice is that shit. I gotta try that. I never tried that. Yeah, if I'm not drinking now, pineapple juice. I'm straight really Hen and Coke. See, I don't yeah. like the soda thing. No. I, shop I soda do it, thing, but so. I'd rather not have the soda. Hmm. I'll do pineapple. Okay. What's next on the in the cup? Pulling out of cup. Let's see. All right. If you have a mental health issue, anxiety, depression, etc., when do you disclose it to the person you're dating? I feel like. It doesn't have to be something that you say, like, on a first date, obviously. Right. But definitely, I think, early on, especially if, like, your issue, say, is, like, depression and you know that you have your moments where you don't want to be bothered and you're going to be isolating yourself and all that. Like, I think it would be a good thing to say, you know, what I'm dealing with this. So if I happen to be a little, like, distant, this is why. So that the other person can either give you your space or, like, help you in any way that they can. And not just think like, you know, you're not interested or, you know. What's early on? Like first date? No. Or like a few months in? A few months? You said early on. I feel like definitely earlier than a few months. Definitely not the first date. Did y'all sleep together yet? If y'all sleep together, I would hope. So wait, hold on. You're talking about a person diagnosed with something? Yeah. like Something that's going to have an effect on... Whatever y'all do. Yeah. Yeah. When y'all agree that y'all, so, you know, quote unquote, talking, that's when it should come out. Because I, I do have anxiety and depression mm-hmm. disorder. Um, so I, I, I bring it up early, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and my girlfriend actually has depression as well. Right. So this is something that we, we go through mm-hmm. together. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we brought it up pretty early on. That's good. Because yeah. I feel like either you're going to know and then you're going to be around or you're not. But let me know ahead of time. Right. Yeah. If I'm, well, for my situation right now, if I'm really digging a person, I like to pay attention to signs. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like, you know, will not bring it up so much, but I'll like somehow fit it in and then they may open up to me. And mm-hmm. that's exactly how it happened for me. So I try to pay attention to certain signs to realize, hey, this person may have this trigger. So you got to move this way. Mm-hmm. And then it's my choice to decide if I want to deal with it or not. Mm-hmm. I think that's a nice thing to pay attention and kind of like make it create a space for them to feel comfortable to right. tell you. I'll say, uh, I guess a few months in, excuse me, because uh, when you're first, the first few months, you kind of feel that person out and you don't really know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So in mental health is it's kind of a heavy topic. It's becoming more normal to talk about, but mm-hmm. it's still kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. And for a person to feel comfortable enough to talk about it, um, I'll say, I guess, within the first six months. 
I think that's reasonable. Because within six yeah. months, you I guess oh, you yeah. kind of know if you want to mm-hmm. be in a relationship or take it further mm-hmm. with somebody. I think that's reasonable. I think it is hard to kind of like put a time frame on those conversations. But Absolutely. I think within six months is reasonable. Okay. Would you, one of you gentlemen like to pick? <laughs> she meant to read it. Right. <laughs> he just right. took it out the cup. Do you think black women support black men enough? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I think they always have. 100%. I think you're um, right. They've held us down. It's just some of us black men fail to realize that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'll be the first to say that it took me a while to realize that, but I finally realized it. But yeah, you guys always have. And another thing is a lot of black men don't reciprocate their support. Facts. Bingo. Because <laughs> I was definitely about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. I feel like black men come for us so often. Meanwhile, we just trying to like support y'all and help you work on your mental health and your self-care and just love you and push you along the way. But right. black men be coming for us. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes men feel like... Um, women are trying to like change them or control them and that's not the case we just want 100%. you to be the, we just got your best interest right. your best want self you be yeah. the best you you right. could be I mean I think it there is it is all on how you do it too cause you know some women can be overbearing and come off like I'm trying to be your mother mm-hmm. so I think it's all on how you do it but ultimately that is just the 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 case we just want you to be better we feel like that's our job to help you get there facts mm. Right. It should be again. It should be. It's a partnership. It's, yeah, it's a partnership. It's, absolutely. So y'all should be helping each other get better. Absolutely, absolutely. I feel like other relationships I've been with, with not being with a black woman, more so try to enable my bullshit. Mm. Whereas y'all, wait, say it, run that back again. Very. <laughs> other, <laughs> you think it's a move here? <laughs> other ethnicity uh-huh. ethnicities I've been with, uh-huh. more so enable my bullshit. Whereas a black woman ain't going for it at all. That's funny because we we talked about that a few times yeah. in our actual group chat on our phone or whatever, how some other races deal with or put up with or more tolerant of black... I'm about to say niggas. Don't <laughs> <laughs> let it out. <laughs> black hey, men's BS. And that's why they gravitate towards those other mm-hmm. races and not towards us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew somebody specifically. Uh, I'm not going to put, you know, my relation to them out there so they know who they are. But <laughs> I know somebody specifically who I've never seen date a black woman. Uh-huh. And I've said to him myself, I'm like, you've probably never dated a black woman because I know she wouldn't deal with your shit. Mm, straight up. And <laughs> he he more or less agreed without saying so. That's sad. Because why wouldn't you want somebody in your life that's going to mm-hmm. help you get to your full potential? That's just going to pacify you and enable your bad behavior. <laughs> Some or people are just setting their ways, though. Or so it's good. like um, when it comes from, like, let's say a Latina, it's sexy mm-hmm. or it's spicy. Mm-hmm. When it's us, it's, this bitch got an attitude. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that right there uh, is like, crazy. you can date whoever you want to date, mm-hmm. but don't belittle you know yeah, what I'm saying? And that's it. That is key. Say that again for the people in the back. That's key because I think a lot of guys who do date outside of their, a lot of black guys who date other um, race, they always feel like 
when black women don't like them because of it or we yeah. feel some type of way. And that's not the case at all. Yeah. Right. I don't care who you talk to, but don't talk shit about me right. or make me feel bad to justify what you, if that's what you like, then cool. I mean, the ones that do that are just insecure and can't handle a strong black woman. That's right. all that's about. I and got the ones cussed that- out one time for dating. For my, my, the mother of my child uh-huh. is Puerto Rican. Okay. And I got cussed out by a black woman once when, you know, back when her and I were dating. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I can't believe a good man like you, somebody as woke as you would be dating outside of your race. And I'm like, before her, I dated nothing but black women. This mm. is just some, this just happens. You just like her. Right. And I'm glad you mentioned the whole as woke as you are thing. Cause this, I feel like that's a whole episode <laughs> in itself. Because, you know, the question is going, kind of goes around how can you be woke and pro black, but they outside your race? I don't feel like, I don't feel like yeah, they have anything to do no with each other. There's no correlation between yeah, the two. Yeah, they're not mutually <laughs> exclusive. Yeah. I don't feel like they are at all. Like, just because I like Chinese men don't mean I don't <laughs> like black men. It's just, he happened to be who I like at this moment. Right, right. right. You know? And, um, what I was going to say, I think I mentioned this on our live last month, like, um, when little Duval was saying how he doesn't like women with natural hair, but he was like, personally. Mm-hmm. So I, is it like the way you say it? Cause I wasn't offended when he, and I'm natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I wasn't offended. I'm like, you like what you like. I don't, right. what you like don't have nothing to do with me. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Chris Brown. He said the same thing. I yeah. like black girls with nice hair. What, like oh, what is considered that, nice. Oh yeah, we had you know what He didn't say wavy. He didn't say straight. He just said good hair. He just said good hair. Right. So like, but we know good hair means healthy hair. Yeah. That's all it means. Healthy hair. We're not going to have this argument again, but he has a type. He does have a type, but he did not Say it. Yeah, he didn't say yes. that. But, you know, he didn't say light skinned girls that look Asian and no, stuff like no. that. Because that's <laughs> I don't saying. feel like anything's wrong with having a type and him saying that. Uh, it's, it's just all in how you say it. One, like, as long as you're not like trying to belittle the next person because they don't have that, then right. preference is preference. We like, I like guys that are tall. <laughs> like, me <no>. too. <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't mean I don't like you because you're short. <laughs> It just means I'm short, <laughs> and I'd rather you be taller than me. That was, that was always my struggle coming up. You, know? you just Being said only, that yesterday. Exactly. There's Being somebody out there that like it. Right, right. I've somebody? been in a relationship for a couple of years, so she, you know, i am got an inch on her. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, you, you lucky you, you just made it. <laughs> so when y'all take pictures together and she have heels on, do you, t- do you tippy-toe it? No. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Did you see the picture? Of Chris I did. Brown with, bow wow. Uh, yes. Yeah, bow wow. It was like when I'm on the radio this morning. I've been it. short my whole life, so I don't. I don't try to hide it. Same, same. It is what it is. <laughs> okay, you got the next question. Yeah, um, it's actually just a topic. It's not a question. It just says men's mental health, which we kind of just touched on. A we did kind of touch on that. How do y'all feel about um, therapy? I want to ask you because you're married. Oh, okay, I mean, I believe in in therapy. One hundred solo and. Yeah, I mean, so solo and I mean, in all essence of the word therapy, Mm -hmm. it's it's just needed. I mean, we were blind to that back when I was growing up. It was, you know, but it's that's something everybody should go through. In my opinion, everybody has some kind of mental health issue. It's not even a negative thing to say. Right. And I definitely agree with that. Away from that, you know, that stigma of of the word, you know. I definitely agree that everybody has like a little something going on. Yeah. Do you um, go to therapy? Yes, actually. Well, not anymore because I have to find a new therapist. Um, I specifically want a black woman therapist. Um, 
cool. My yeah, my first therapist was a white woman, and I would have conversations with her about things. She's like, "Oh my God, you really go through that?" And it was uh, such a first turn of all, off. Wow, like, first how, of all, right. that's it was bad such a turn off for me. Exactly, it was a that's turn off for me. So I just stopped going. But and you um, don't want to explain that. Yeah, right. I don't want to have to explain yeah. such that things. Understand? So, like, um, like I ain't come here to do this. Right. <laughs> but but personally, um, personally, and as far as my relationship, it saved me and saved my relationship. Okay. Um, because her and I both went to therapy, like not as individually, a couple, but individually we mm-hmm. went to therapy. And, um, I was, when we first got together, I was severely depressed, mm-hmm. um, because I had a lot of unchecked issues. Um, lost my father two years later, lost my son, you know, lost, you know, a lot of other, uh, people. And then I just wasn't checking any of that. Right. So I came into the situation pretty messed up and I, that's when I sat her down. I was like, you know, I have to, you know, g- gather myself and I'm, I'm broken right now. So mm-hmm. a broken person is no good for you. Mm-hmm. So we took a break and about a year or so later, we got back together. Mm, yeah. that's a, and that's what you call communication. Yeah. yeah. Goes a long way. Yeah. And identifying that you need, that one, that you're broken mm-hmm. and that you don't want to trigger or damage the other person mm-hmm. right. and you, you know, are not that selfish where you can say like, we need a break. Cause some people will still try to keep that relationship going. And then you're just like, it's taxing it's, for the other person. And it, then it ends up being a toxic situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Toxic. Definitely agree. I think men need to though, take better care of their mental health. Facts. N- not even just going to therapy, just, Working on you and practicing self care in, in general, I think more men need to do that, especially black men. Yeah, right. I, think you, I think black men have a lot of trauma. Yeah, just yeah. Be in your neighborhood, there's so much trauma. Part of the problem is black men don't have enough open conversations with their friends, I right? Agree. Right, friends right. and family members. It's right. like I can recall many times I've had I've tried to open up to you know some of my closest friends, and they all they say is you be all right. Yeah. I'm like, this is not what I came here for. Mm-hmm. This is not why I'm talking to you. But, you know, there's, you, you find that, like, uh, when you've been, when you meet people that have been through the same things that you've been through, mm-hmm. you kind of find that comfort and where you can talk to certain people about certain things. But there's, there's just not a lot of that happening. And that's part of our issue as men. Right. Is we're not there for each other enough. Mm-hmm. This is why I say. I mean, yeah, I mean, I do have conversations with my friends. Is it surface stuff? Because, you know, a lot of guys, just, like he said, it's just, you'll be all right. And then kind of just move on to the next well, no, topic. Because I have a friend like that and I let him know, like, listen, nah, it's not going to be that way. Like, this is how you have to handle this. This is how you have to handle that. And I have one that just likes to make it seem like, oh, yeah, you know, everybody's against me. No, it ain't that. You need to grow up. Mm-hmm. And once you grow up, then, you know, it could it could be a lot better for you. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying about stuff that does not matter. You have two children, and you're worried about going to perfections. Like I, I just don't understand, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I mean, I definitely do have these conversations. I've definitely more over the years opened up a little bit more with people because I used to be a little to myself a little more. But mm-hmm. I definitely opened up a little bit more, and it does help. It even helped in my relationship. Opening up, like the team said, opening up and having that communication is the best thing you can do. Right. That's why I say guys need to just communicate better all around. Even if it is just starting with your friends first and then, you know, in your relationships or going to therapy and or with your parents. Right. But 
I had a thought and I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Like my boy Completely just told us he went thought. to, uh, he checked him, himself into AA. Mm. That's what's up. Like, yeah, like one of That's my good. high school boys. And, and it was, and we was like, we was in the group chat. We was like, yo, we proud of you, bro. Yeah. We was kind of like, yo, we didn't even know it was that, that to deep. that mm-hmm. point, you know? Because I mean, you know, I had, I was kind of the one who really got him drunk for the first time mm-hmm. years ago. So we said, I was like, damn, I didn't even know it was that deep. But then, you know, he went to, he went off to college and he, Moved away and then everything he goes, I'm just going so I won't be as dependent. He's like, I'm gonna still, you know, drink, but it's not like to the point right. where I'm dependent on it so right. much. And I was like, proud of you, bro. Yeah, because and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I mean, I took I went to counsel when I was like 15, mm-hmm. you know, and about a out of black woman counselor. So, but that was just more so because my parents were, you know, at the time they were um, going through a divorce and everything. So my mom, I was a I, I never really vocally expressed myself. So she, that was always a concern for her. And she was like, I'm, I don't know if you're okay. I don't right. know if you're all right. And so when we ended up going, but she's like, I know you're observing. So we went to a counselor and I just, my mom was there with me and everything like that. And I was just talking to the counselor. And, but it was closure for my mom because then when she heard me say what I said to the counselor, she was like, oh, okay. Like I, I figured he was, you know, he knew what was going on between me and his father. But I just did, I wanted him to, like express it. express like mm-hmm. how he felt or give me something because whenever I asked him like how he felt he would just be like I just be like I'm, I'm all right right but I express I was like it's because I observed you guys kind of getting to that point so I wasn't shocked and I wasn't hurt it was like I seen this come so, I kinda, <laughs> so yeah. but she was like just to hear me say that was you know but better for her so I I think I, I'm definitely in favor of you know of a black men just going to counseling or just talking. Talk to somebody. Bros, like, talk to somebody. Yeah, it's nothing man. to be ashamed of. I think um, black men f- probably feel embarrassed, yeah, or that they have to be strong mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. keep it in. But needing help doesn't mean that you're weak. Right. Talking about it doesn't mean that you're weak. And that's all generational stuff that comes yeah, from like childhood and stuff. Right. So I, I understand. Like that's not nothing that's gonna change overnight. Um, expressing your feelings is not going to change overnight, but it's definitely something that has to change. And honestly, mm-hmm. everyone deals with something. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I was always, for the most part, open with my emotions. Um, and part of, gro- like, when I was growing up, I was always told, you know, you're a bitch for talking about these mm-hmm. type of things. You, you know, it was, you know, just wasn't, it wasn't the masculine thing to do. Right. You're too emotional. You're a bitch. Like, man up. This type of stuff, you know, don't so cry. right, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's why I ended up having to go to therapy and all that other stuff. So, do you guys have kids? Anyone? I don't have any. Yet. I don't no. have any kids. Yeah, I, I have two kids. My son. No, sorry yeah. to hear that. So I was asking because you're talking about the um, the men don't cry thing. I have a son, so I try to make sure I don't. Do, granted, I don't want you crying over something that doesn't even deserve tears. However, I'm trying to give, make sure I give my son the space to express himself because mm. I don't want him to grow up into um, a grown man that don't know how to communicate and that's taking his feelings out on mm-hmm. the person that's in his life or, you know, yeah. what have you. So, but, Or internally just tearing him up. Yeah, yeah. So I think if our generation are more cognizant and doing that with our children then we definitely would be better as a people as, you know, our kids grow up. And leading by example. Mm-hmm. Taking yeah. care of our own, and our own, I don't want to say mess, our own feelings mm-hmm. and whatever, and not projecting yeah. it right. on right. the kid. Right. Yeah, my parents are very open about that. Even my father. 
Because he saw that. Which is great. Yeah. He was like, we sat down. He was like, I see deciding you and me and I don't want you to have that he's like because you're not vocal with your feelings and emotions he's like I don't want you to have that side of me right so like we he's like mm-hmm. so just feel free to talk and whatever so yeah right it talking help it helps a lot parents. it helps a lot writing too if you can't speak it mm-hmm. write it mm-hmm. you wanna pick the next one let's see Is it okay to send pictures to the opposite sex while in a relationship? What kind of pictures? <laughs> no, no what? kind of pictures. What? Do you want to? Anybody want to give a little background to where this question came from? Please, we were please having do. This conversation. Please, please do. As he takes a long sip trying to avoid exactly. this conversation. <laughs> Delicious, ain't it? You said there was rum in this drink, correct? Oh, true serum. True serum. I like it. All right. So <laughs> on the way up, we were, you know, discussing I was in an involvement. And so now the 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 girl I was involved with, she's in a relationship now. But there will be times where she sends me like pictures. Now it's on Snap. It's not like in my text message. Mm, still. But it's on Snap. <laughs> and it's like, and it's never anything like it's never news or whatever, but it's just certain things to where me, like I'm like, I why are you like, sending why, it? Why me? Yeah. Like, I, you know, why me? Like, I remember one day she had sent me a, a snap, I guess, like asking what she should wear to a, like a bachelorette party she was going to for a friend. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, now I'm, you know, I'm new to this. I don't know what nuanced ways we go through in <laughs> 2019 for relationships. I was like, but I'm certain this is a question for your boyfriend. Right. <laughs> or your friends. <laughs> yeah. At or, least. Or your friends. I was like, and then, um, you know, then she sends, you know, send me other pics and just certain things that she's doing. I'm like, I don't know, like, and I don't respond because I'm like, th- I feel like this is not for me, shouldn't be for me. Like, clearly, you know, you're sending it to me, so it's for me, but I feel like this shouldn't be for me. So, like, what is the reason is always my thing. Huh. I'm like, why are you doing this? There's... Definitely sounds like some ulterior motives there because I can't understand okay. why you would be right. sending pictures to another guy asking him what you should wear. <laughs> Especially when you got a man. She just wants that she still wants have. to have access to you. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Oh, so what does trying, that mean? She's trying to keep that number two status. Just, yeah. just in case. Like just, a just in case. Well, you know, Chris Rock had talked about that because mm. you never know. Yeah. <laughs> he said that in one of his stand-up. He was like, every woman has like that platonic friend because you never know. <laughs> so I a question like that I think it was earlier today on social media basically like is it okay to be, I don't think it is but the question was like is it okay to and I'm paraphrasing being in a relationship but still keep your options open what does that mean your yeah. options are closed right position right. yeah. is filled and I feel like if you're in a relationship keeping your options it's open it's out the like you've, you've made you're not in a relationship yeah. 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 Like, like you're not in a relationship I'm single my options are open like, if you see me out with, you know, one woman here, and then mind your business. We, right. it's, it's business is it's interviews right now. Right? It's cover season yeah, on the way. cover season. Come on, we drafting right now. Come on. Bills in a rush. Come on, we got to start, start making these cuts. Preseason right now. Yeah, come on now. You know, it's preseason. We're trying to see who's still going to be on the team. Right. But, People uh, do that, though. Like, I just, let me just... Make sure I continue to have access to this person because you never know, which is so bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad for the other person who you're trying to keep on the back burner. 
because you're stringing them along. Mm-hmm. And then it's also disrespectful to the person that you're with. Yeah. Facts. But who's to say that person that you're with ain't doing the same thing? So then you need to either like communicate <laughs> and work on it or you need to end it. So when you say relationship, it is an actual relationship. I'm talking about actual relationship. Oh, well, yeah. Because I feel like if you're dating, like if you guys are just the dating, then you been date one date. <laughs> no, I mean, if you guys have had the conversation that you are going to be exclusively in a relationship with each other, mm-hmm. just the two of you, yeah. no extra people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So when you get into a relationship, because you said the na- the number should be changed, you do you like block everybody that you used to deal with, unfriend them? I'm not saying that for me, because me, I'm a friendly person, you know. <laughs> What's the protocol? I What's don't friendly? change any numbers. I just <laughs> let them, they see the posts and they know what's up and then, oh, you in a relationship now? Yeah. And that's that. That's where it ends. I see you with that your little girlfriend. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I see you with your little girl and all that. Y'all cute or whatever. Yeah, right? y'all cute or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Have any of you ever been the person on the back burner? Mm. Not knowingly. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> I can't say that I've known mm. that I've been on the back burner. Did you ever find out? Mm. Okay. Nope. So it's just me. Okay. <laughs> you thought it was that you want to say. Like you've been the brand muffin. Like you've the been brand. The, brand. <laughs> the one. Who, yeah. Like, it's, it's, like, yeah I mean, this, Listen, this, this is the best option. <laughs> I like brand muffin. when I said, when wasn't I a clown for love? <laughs> he meant that shit. <laughs> Yes, I have been the brand muffin. Makes me regular. How did <laughs> and how did that make you feel? <laughs> um, not great. But I mean, you do what you gotta do. How did you find out though? Um like, nah, who just, just says there. that? Um some some women are just Ruthless. brutally honest. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I I was always going to go back to him anyway, but it was, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Damn, but you got no cool. Right. <laughs> and I feel like be a, like when you're dating, like when you're dating, you're dating multiple people. I feel like that's something that you can be upfront about, but don't be rude about it. Right. right. Don't mm-hmm. be rude. Like, yes, I am seeing someone else. Not like, I, well, if you don't I'm mad, this other nigga do it. Like, I just feel like that's mm. mad I'm unnecessary. <laughs> but no, that need to be said. Now at that point, it's a It'll competition. Need to be <laughs> if you... Yeah, you don't say it. You could think it. <laughs> Made well, the best man will, but yeah. yeah, you don't say that. Um, have you guys ever tried to keep that access with a, a woman? Ever? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, the past, yeah. technically what you do on a regular basis. Why? You know, yeah, keeping it real. You know, keeping it honest. Where are you going? I with mean, this? I mean, that's that's just. What <laughs> I mean, you just remember your so wife might like, listen uh, to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, don't don't I say mean, nothing that's gonna I mean, get you in trouble. As long as you be mute, true, his mic. As long as <laughs> true to yourself, and as long as you, are, you know, what I'm saying, offering your true self, that's what's gonna happen to your you're, wife. No, to to everybody in general. If you're being true, your own self, you're gonna have that option to do whatever you want. I don't know. That's the truth. And then if we gonna call you tomorrow. <laughs> Just check explain on why it. this yeah, not. Ex- explain yeah. why. <laughs> we gonna this see. airs on you know Tuesday. On Wednesday, I'm going to give you yeah, a call. We, gonna, <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all going to check in. On you. 
Yeah, let, let yeah, us all go. We're going to all drive by your house, make sure it ain't burnt. Everything. <laughs> make sure everything's still yeah, everything. Make sure still everything. Make sure the light's still on. I see a bunch room. of garbage bags on the floor. <laughs> you know. A new plot in the, back, in the backyard. That's just that Instagram post you see. <laughs> no, your options are closed when you're in a relationship. Like, well, yeah, yeah. once you're in a relationship, especially like, when you're married, the yeah, there should be no options. Yeah, so if the relationship is new, do you still like keep texting the girl that you? Because you know, most of the time, or but time, relationship or new? Y'all just talking new relationship. Relationship, no, relationship, new or not. If you're no. in a relationship, then you guys made a de- decision to be together, and then no. I'm I just agree. saying, have they ever like, been in a relation, a new relationship? Like you just cut down a roster, make right. this franchise <laughs> player. Okay, this mm. is this is what you do. Yeah, then we cut them off. If you that's your franchise player, then there's no don't you mess cut off all that. communication yeah. with any any other player. You, you know what it yeah, is. Once the couple's to... picture goes up, that's the that's the y'all cut off. That's exactly. Sign. You don't got to say. Yeah, you don't have to yeah, say, yeah, say anything. Some people never do that. Picture your significant other. It's over. Some people never post their person though. Or guys don't care. Like they still guys be, definitely don't be caring. Still be in the DM. No, guys don't care. <laughs> yeah, I've seen my guys my lady's DMs. Just... She showed me, and they don't they don't give a shit. Of course not. But I'm saying for myself, mm-hmm. once I post that picture up, it was like, yeah, this is it. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's, that's your good. notice. Always, I feel yeah. like that. That's, that's that's oh, your. Oh, that's so y'all doing something? <laughs> that's your prince. That's your. That's your uh, T'Challa at the end right. of the Black Panther. <laughs> you know, what I'm leopard saying? sash. Yeah, yeah, you got. The, yeah. I have chosen my <laughs> queen. <laughs> All right. So what you want me to do? I'm sorry. We got two questions left in here. Let's see. How did you ladies get together? So, you want to take that? Um, how did we become the podcast or how did we just become friends? How did you, how did you become, become the, the podcast? podcast? Okay. So <laughs> like we've always, like what we said earlier, um, you know, it's conversations and we thought we was funny as hell. Mm-hmm. We that are funny as hell. Initial yeah. thought. Yeah. Like, oh, we need a show. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but um, yeah, we've been saying that and we've having these conversations and I, I said like in 2017 that I wanted to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, just wasn't sure how to go about it, what I need to do. And I got to put this in here. I prayed about it. And then, you know, I was like, God, if I'm supposed to do this, give me the resources so I can make it happen. And he was like, you have your resources, your friends. Your friends are your resources. I have, like, I give, I've given you what you need to do to make this happen. So we were on a road trip coming back from D.C. DC. And it basically unfolded in that six hour car ride mm-hmm. how we was going to get this done mm-hmm. yeah we pretty nah, much that, that whole ride that we pretty much decided on the name strategizing and color yeah. everything was done oh, in that yeah. car ride <laughs> mm-hmm. that's enough time to do that yeah we had a conversation in january and mm-hmm. we launched in march yeah so we, we made it happen pretty pretty fast mm-hmm. so, so wait can i quick question mm-hmm. does the the team the name what is that does that like have a meaning to you so as, we used to unit? just like, be like doing like shit together all the time and um we'll come into like a party and like one friend of ours in particular be like oh the team is here and we oh, kind of that kind of like you, stuff. everybody you, started you, seeing the you. team here or the team coming out nice. so, yeah, that's nice. that kind of stuff and then now that we're um like we're also like 
business partners is mm-hmm. like you know teamwork makes the dream right, work it right, just yeah. it just it oh, really yeah, yeah. fits now yeah everybody Especially. has their special role that they play mm-hmm. on the team mm-hmm. to make to get these wins right 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 right, right. right. that's what's up that shit is dope thank yeah. you we got time for this last one we'll do it real quick <laughs> and then we're gonna wrap it up who was your favorite guest oh I love them all. I feel like that's the safest answer. <laughs> Me. Because <laughs> I'm not on all the time. Um, favorite guest. Can I interject? I think the people's favorite <laughs> was probably when we had um, Justin and Ricardo on. Mm-hmm. I feel like our listeners, that was probably like their favorite as far as guest wise. I don't necessarily have a favorite. My favorite, I'm trying to think who like dropped the most gems or whatever. I'll have to, I have two. Um, Dr. Earl mm-hmm, Campbell mm-hmm. and um, Omar. Omar was good too. Yeah. Relationship wise. What, what, what was that? Three's a crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That episode we talked about um, threesomes and side che- cheating and side chicks and, you know, yeah. all, all that good stuff. He, uh, had a, a good male perspective on it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. What about y'all? Do y'all normally have like guests on all the time? Almost every often, episode. Often, often. Um, do we have a favorite guest? I don't think we have a favorite It's, it's a lot of favorite guests. <laughs> a lot. Of, I mean, well, all, all the guests we, we grew from, I mean, as a group, having the guests. But just, I mean, I can name a favorite, a whole bunch of favorites. I like when Ben Ryder was there. That was a wild show. Oh, he's talking about the R&B uh, um, panel. The panel. When, when Riles was there, that was cool. I wasn't at that one, but it was good to get all the information about right, the right, politics. Right. It was a good show. To, I mean, when, when Jeff Velez was there, that was a dope one. See, I had a lot of them. I think we've been doing pretty well with guests this year. Like, all of yeah. our guests have come on and been like, just great additions to the right. group chat. I just love when they drop gems. Mm-hmm. I like because yeah. you know I want people to take from our podcast mm-hmm. each episode. Like, right? Did you take some? Did you learn something? Mm-hmm. Did, mm-hmm. Like, I want you to take from the, each episode. Definitely. So when y'all come and drop them gems, yep. I yep. really appreciate it. Definitely, definitely. So obviously, we can talk, talk, talk. So we kind of have you guys back again, but we're gonna wrap it up. We got a few uh, church announcements. We do. Um, okay, let's start with August 24th. We have, um, we're going to be on the red carpet mm-hmm. at Love Day. Um, I'm excited for that. That's our first, like, red carpet coverage. Yeah, and we actually have two uh, coming up this year. But, yeah, so that's August 24th. It's going to be at Terminal 110. Um, Rejuvenation. So you can follow them on Instagram at R-E-J-U-V nation um for tickets it's just basically an event to get creatives together people that want to be creative people that love creatives um and just bring everybody out to just have a good time and mix them in with each other and then the following week we're doing our happy hour on august 30th so if you guys are available come through after work pull up yes it's friday it's the friday of labor day weekend so we're kind of like the kickoff open bar for three hours thirty dollars can't beat it and then we, September 15th, we'll be at Free Your Scalp. And then our live show is September 21st. If you guys have not gotten your tickets, make sure you do that. Um, it's going to be a really fun time. If you missed our last one, you can go on our YouTube and watch the whole thing or watch a clip and kind of get an idea of how this one may be. But it's going to be fun. 
And I hope to see you guys there. Yeah. Hell up, yeah. Hell yeah. Up. Yes. Um, and we got some merch out. Oh, yes. We do have merch. So it's in our link in our bio, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, go to our Instagram, get you a T-shirt or a hat. We'll have more stuff coming soon. But right now we got T-shirts and um, hats. Hit and- the link in our bio on Insta or um, you can go to thebreaksmedianetwork.com and get that. Um, you guys got anything coming up? All right, so um, we have our monthly event that we do uh, on the fourth Friday of every month that we call the Kaumba Kickback. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just another event that brings creatives together. It's uh, kind of like an open mic, but not really because mm-hmm. there's no open mic list. It's kind of like it's more of a jam session than an open mic. We usually have a uh, big canvas on the wall for everybody to paint. Nice. Uh, it's always it's always a vibe. Um, nice. No two Kumba kickbacks have been the same. Nice. Um, we actually so, are trying to make plans to make sure we attend that event. Yeah, so. I'm hoping y'all come to this month because we're celebrating my birthday oh, nice. at this nice. month. So that's When's August 23rd. August 21st. Oh, okay, so you're a Leo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, a I'm a Leo Virgo, Virgo cusp. Oh, what yeah. Up, what up? We out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely going to try to make strength. that event. That's what's up. You guys want to plug like your social medias? Where can they follow you? Where can they tune in to your... Podcast. Our uh, podcast is the Rhythm and Brew, the R&B podcast, I'm sorry. And that's on Instagram, that's on Twitter, that's on Facebook, that's on SoundCloud. You can find us on Spotify. Are we on iHeart? Mm-hmm. iHeart and Apple and, you know, iTunes, Apple, whichever they call it nowadays. Um, but, yeah, follow us on the gram. You can follow me on my personal gram. That's underscore Denzel like Williams yourself. Music. <laughs> Good. Oh, you, oh, oh yeah, uh, okay. No. Um, I'm also a photographer for those that don't know. So I'm Latif.B.Photo. Um, Check them out. And I am an aspiring actor as well. And you can catch me at Lucky at Lucky Lefty. It's two sevens, uh, seven U-C-K-Y, seven E-F-T-Y. I do uh, Poets Rome every single Wednesday. Come oh, that down. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And DJ, um, Going to be DJing the Farmer's Market that's coming up in two weeks for the first time uh, at the McLeavy Green. You know, it's just something to keep up to. Something yeah. to keep up to. A lot of good that things Rhythm and blues, yo. Don't say it's nothing to do out here. We got plenty to do out here. We just got to pop out. So we talked about mental health a lot in this episode. So before we go, I want to leave you guys with a self-care tip for this week. Um, I would say at the beginning of your day, take like 30 minutes to sit in silence before... The household gets up before you start your day and just take time to reflect on how you feel today and set intent- positive intentions for what you want to get out of your day. And I think that's a great way to go out into the world and just invite peace and positivity in. So every day, 30 minutes before you start your day, take some time to set positive intentions on how you're going to spend your time. You got a positive vibe for us? Yes, Joe. Not here, but she sent in her positive vibe. And it is integrity cannot be bought. Mm. And that's a fact. That came from um, our last episode. <laughs> our last guest. <laughs> that's a good one. Positive. Integrity can't Inter- be bought. Yeah. <laughs> so take that with you this week. Act accordingly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. We're gonna wrap it up and get up out of here. You guys have a great day. Bye.
Yeah, yeah, yeah.